Hello there and welcome to another episode of Fit Mind Fit Business. Today we're diving deep into a game-changing shift that completely transformed the way I approach personal training. If you've ever wondered why some clients just struggle to put themselves first and they're still not getting the results they want because they are just not focusing on themselves. I used to have a lot of clients like that as well and I used to think it was down to a lack of their of focus. But I unraveled the incredible impact of understanding what was going on in their busy minds and via their, their people-pleasing tendencies. Uh, if you want, join me as we unpack how understanding these dynamics unlocks not just better results, but it also just paves the way for longer-term clients. So get ready for a perspective shift that might well revolutionize the way that you approach personal training. If you've got clients who are saying things like this, I couldn't say no to my boss, so I missed the workout again. Ah, in a meeting all day, no time to fret exercise. My neighbor needed help, so I skipped my workout. Uh, Things like, you know, I'm late at work, exercise plans have been derailed, or... I'm working overtime, skip self-care. These, these are genuine messages that I used to get off clients. Um, I put family first, no time for myself. Colleague needed help, no lunch break. Uh, too many tasks, self-care last. That one rhymed. Um, boss needed help, workout got pushed. Prioritized others, missed my routine. You get the picture. So if you hear that a lot and you're a bit stumped as to, you know, well, come on, you know, we're working together. Why not just do, do the work? I shifted my understanding of that through really, really getting to know what was going on inside their minds and, you know, helping them to work through it and to get results. So often they live and work based on their list of things to do and they leave the things that you might advise them to do for their their extra time or energy like the food shopping or food prep or doing exercise or even just relaxing so those tasks hardly ever get finished and other parts of their life take up most of their time often and and they really quickly defend that or explain their inability to stick to their plans by saying you know it's not really their fault and and i get that so Signs to watch out for with clients like this would be that their life, usually with clients I had like this, they look really chaotic from the outside and they were always rushing and they, they had many things pulling them, you know, in different directions all the time and they were always struggling to find the time or energy to focus on themselves and they might hire a personal trainer or a nutrition coach because they believe that this step shows that they're trying to prioritize themselves, even if they never actually follow through with the advice they're given. And I remember that pattern with clients I worked with over the span of of 20 years of personal training. And it always astounded me how they kind of thought if they threw money at it, that they would get a result, but they never followed through with with a lot of action that was needed outside of the training sessions. And so this type of behavior trait meant that they didn't consistently get a result. And they tended to believe that their difficulties in doing what they said they would do 
were because things were just beyond their control. And so, so they might blame, you know, different situations for not being consistent. And what they would often do would be ask me for more tasks that they can handle or succeed at, which was their way of trying to show like I'm, I'm more capable than you think. <clears throat> and so they might try to, you know, add in extra bits. And this is, this is what's going on for them. This is how they experience it is even though their habit of always saying yes and trying to people please others stops them from, you know, getting these results that they want to feel <clears throat> in their body and in their mind. Um, this is kind of the only way that they know how to be is to say yes to others as a, as a behavior. And it's just they've become their usual way of being and, and thinking. And so they protect that way of thinking, which means that anything that threatens you know, their constant busyness and, and maybe a need for validation and love and, you know, success and recognition, whether it's at work or with others, it'll be pushed away, um, often with them, without them realising it. So when they say they forgot to check in with you or they forgot to give a food diary or whatever it is, they probably really did forget. The excuses they make are like a kind of a shield, a protection shield um, against these outside threats and that's from their perspective that's what they're experiencing and that's why their reasons might not make sense to you but they do make sense to them and I heard so many of these reasons inverted commas and I used to be flabbergasted of just like wow you're really believing your own shit <laughs> until I until I read up listened to podcasts and learned more about what was what they were experiencing so what I learned to avoid was trying to tell them they just need to make this a bigger priority in their lives. So look, come on, you just really need to do this. You need to, you know, show up and make it a priority to do that food shopping or whatever it was that they're avoiding. And I used to say, you know, the, the classic of everyone has the same 24 hours in a day and your health is way more important than blah, 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 whatever 10 things they had on their list that they, they don't really need to do. And another thing, a third thing to avoid doing with them is helping them organize the schedule because that's not the real problem, but that's something that I really got into or sucked into with clients where I was convinced it was down to a scheduling problem and so were they. And we, you know, went on Google Calendar and setting alarms on their telephone. And, and then, you know, it was apparent after a week or so that that wasn't effective either because it wasn't the real problem. So another approach that I took and kind of what to avoid is making the tasks that I gave them to be easier. Saying, you know, just, just do this instead or just log one day of a food diary instead or just do 1K of a walk instead of a 5K, whatever it is. And that often triggered their need to people please and achieve things and they would look at it like a downgrade so they'd resist that. Um, and also what I learned to avoid was getting, <clears throat> getting kind of sucked in when they might ask for more tasks that they could handle um, at once, more than they could handle. And they'd, they'd, you know, maybe if they had a good week, for example, and they were doing food prep, you know, being organized, exercising, resting, sleeping, you know, all the things, right? 
and they're like right you know give me something else and I just learned to avoid getting sucked into that and I I kind of advise you know what would be the best course of action would be if they were able to repeat the week that they just had if they were able to do that again that would be like massively successful and, and a great goal to have so I would avoid you know getting sucked into that um, and until the basics are really in place so the goal here is to understand how their mind works understanding it better so that you can see what they believe is possible for them each week or impossible um, it's to help them see their beliefs from different angles that might help them make positive changes without obviously you know trying to change someone's mind it's just seeing would they be open to a different angle regarding things like time you know I just don't have time it's just impossible or I can't say no it's it's that type of thing so it's also to to help make them feel like their habit of always being busy is common and that they're, they're not alone with that and that, that they shouldn't be shamed by that and they're not alone in feeling like they have no choice but to always say yes because a lot of guilt can come with that when maybe fitness trainers or nutrition coaches are like just prioritize yourself and that that's honestly how I was doing it and then I realized whoa this this is hard for them for my for these clients and so it's it's looking at you know letting them know that they're not alone in that and that it's very common for other people or other clients you've worked with to feel like they just don't have any choice but to always say yes so for example someone at the canteen at work who's trying to maybe sabotage their results by always offering biscuits or cake on the lunch break and maybe they normally people please and eat their lunch with them when really they'd want to would love to go to their car or sit outside but they're so used to saying yes that they eat the cake and they sit in the canteen maybe listening to negativity and things like that and I probably jumped in and said you know we've got to break this habit and you know you need to just you know not sit in the canteen and then I'm like wow actually I've asked a lot of them and I needed to learn what was what was happening for them in their experience and so I'd realized that they often felt really self-assured when I told them how common it is that other clients felt that way as well and that it is it is a, a tough thing to overcome is that you know the acceptance that you do have a choice and you can say no so I kind of started working on the questions that I'd ask these particular clients during sessions especially if they were disappointed at the result maybe on the weighing scales or on a measurements or it could have been to do with a, a weight we were lifting or a kettlebell <clears throat> and if it wasn't kind of going at the acceleration that they wanted and so questions like you know look it sounds like this week didn't go as you wanted is that right um to to just let them know that you hear them and you know from your point of view what do you think you couldn't sorry why do you think you couldn't meet your expectations and they might say, you know, because, oh, because of my neighbor wanting my help, my work, my all the different things. And then if you let them know that you have heard their experience and you kind of repeat it back and ask them, am I, am I understanding you correctly? 
and then ask them if it's okay if you shared what you think might be the bigger challenge for them and helping them by making them feel like their habit of always being busy is common and they're not alone in the feeling like they they have no choice but to always say yes and then talk with them about how many people struggle with really similar habits and how they usually learn those habits you know from when they were kids or you know people pleasing so so it's it's letting them know it's common and then it's explaining to them that they they may really resist slowing down even and and resting so it could be to do with I used to have clients who often resisted the food side of things but had no problem in going to like five spinning classes a week and when I'd suggest having a rest day or slowing down or focusing on some nutrition you know it was whoa it was just impossible and they didn't feel comfortable with it and so it's kind of about even tentatively getting a client to be open to the idea that maybe they avoid slowing down or doing things that won't get them you know praise from others maybe like like weight loss or focusing on their health so it's like their brain is trying to keep them in their familiar way of life so it's even just seeing if they'd be open to thinking about it in a new way and and looking at the habit and maybe asking them how they'd feel if you tried something different to break that habit and learn to prioritize themselves without feeling like they have to earn it and um, because that's what a lot of clients used to say to me is no 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 I didn't rest I feel like I didn't earn it because I skipped a workout or something like that so they often use exercise as a punishment for maybe food or drink that they had so it's it's about just starting really small and helping guide your client through the first step which is to find even just a really short time where they could practice slowing down and feeling okay with not always being busy so it could be could look like setting a timer for 15 minutes to enjoy one meal slowly without any devices and that was a big one for clients of mine was they often just were rushing and they'd eat eat the meal really really quickly and they would always have a television on often in the background or a telephone and so they were heavily distracted so even just doing that as step one is massive because it just gets them to slow down and be present or another layer that could be added onto that could be taking just a really short walk in the morning without any distractions without checking their phone um, and just just being present and enjoying small things that they might usually book uh, might usually miss it could be reading a book it could be just five pages of a book a day or if they have a bath taking a bath before bed instead of kind of binging on Netflix so it could be getting your client to be aware that their brain might try to do things during this time to keep them busy it might say you need this list you need to do that you need to do this and what will they do then when that happens what will be their go-to and maybe you could offer them some resources then like a like journaling or even a, a meditation something like headspace so that they could get their mind to quieten and when when I 
implemented some of these steps that I was just talking about here that might sound like what? I mean, a timer for 15 minutes for a meal and a short walk in the morning, how's that going to change their result? It really, really does. And you can build on that from there because it's also to do with female clients, obviously with cortisol and the effects of that and stress. So it's for this type of client who has struggles, you know, with slowing down and with always saying yes, that type of behavior change is, is massive for them, really, really massive for them. And then on the people pleasing side of things, it's it can be referring them to a therapist, it can be even, you know, looking at podcasts like Brene Brown, or people like that, holistic psychologists that you could refer them to to educate themselves. And then obviously staying in your lane with it, that it, it could be that they need a therapist, or it might not be at all. But it's just addressing the elephant in the room in a lot of cases with these clients who don't prioritize themselves is that it's down to people pleasing and just it can also be obviously a lot deeper and be down to self-esteem where they just don't think they're worth it to put the time into you know taking care of their bodies and minds and eating well so it's it's good to be able to offer them a different perspective and help them to put themselves first. So I hope this has helped a personal trainer who might have clients who've got those tendencies. And I hope this podcast has helped you to maybe understand how they experience it and, and how they will often protect that way of thinking because it's it's all they know. And then just like what to avoid adding in things, making things too easy you know things to avoid and then how to maybe learn how to understand their minds so that you can get better results with them and some questions that you might want to ask them as well and I really hope they help and feel free to send me a dm on socials on instagram or on facebook and let me know what you took from the podcast and if you do have the time I would love it if you could give it a review I'm just trying to spread the good word on it. You could view it, review it on Spotify or on iTunes. See you on the next one.